Yeah. Oh, well, it was. <laughs> but I guess technical difficulties. But welcome to the Always High Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Penzone. And uh, with me today... Uh, I'm... <laughs> this not <is> Bones. you, Bones. <laughs> but no, we have a... What would you like me to call you? The unknown artist? Yeah, we have for this unknown artist, but it's a little stylized because no one can find it if it's just unknown. So there's like a little X in front, like <laughs> sign on the X. But yeah, what's good? It's good to be here with you and Bones, smoking yeah. this fat blunt we just rolled. Oh yeah, you just rolled. So we have a. So basically, how this podcast works is we just smoke weed and just talk about whatever. Word. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm gonna light this bitch up. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. What do you, what do you usually do? Who, who have you had on here so far? Mm-hmm. So just Preston, Alex. Where? Just kicking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're legitimately like the first like person that actually does shit. <laughs> well, we all. Well, no, like, we all do shit, yeah, but, like, you're the only, you're the first person that I've had on the show that actually, like, um, like, actually, like, puts, like, music out or, like, actually, like, does something outside of just chilling, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, if you guys don't know, I'm a rapper and I produce and, uh, make music and stuff, and the way I met Jay is, uh, I was living, like, two apartments down, um, and I was homeless, so I was just staying with our homies there, and they had an extra room, so we set up a whole recording studio, mm-hmm. and we'd have parties, and everyone would just get together and vibe. Yeah, that, those parties were fucking crazy, though. Yeah, I smoked a lot of weed, mm. fried a lot of brain cells. Mm. So, we you've touched on that, like, you're a producer and you're a hip-hop artist. How did you get, like, started into that? Like, So, uh... Ever since I was a, a kid, I've been kind of into creating. Mm-hmm. Like when I was three, I would draw. And I would try and draw a truck, and it wouldn't come out the way I wanted. And I would be like, well, oh, should I just have no, You're good. I'd be like, well, why doesn't it look the way it looks in my head? And my parents were just like, just keep trying, and it will. So I kept drawing. Um, I started writing music a little bit, too. And then when I got into high school, um, I basically got put on to hip-hop, like the vibes of what hip-hop was. So... Mm-hmm. Odd Future and ASAP Rocky. And I got this program, FL Studio, like the demo version on my mm-hmm. Windows Vista computer mm-hmm. from like 2004 or wow. whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, just started making beats. Before that, I had wanted to design games, but there's so much processes that go into designing a game and like so many people too. Like you have someone to code, you have someone to do art, someone to write. And music, when I downloaded FL Studio and made it be and exported it, I was like, well, it's right there. Yeah. Like, like the product's done. Like, I made this. I didn't need anybody, like, to... Yeah, like, I can already put this out to the public and have a product that, like, I can spread immediately and have something that people can play and, like, enjoy immediately and, yeah, do it all at home on my computer. Oh, wow crazy like the power we have for that now even this podcast like the fact that we can just do it mm-hmm. straight off the phone mm-hmm. there's a whole app for it and everything. yeah for for this episode if it sounds shittier than normal um i do have to record it off of my phone today the laptop is currently down uh, but we still get it in we even though in. Yeah, we get it in being an engineer, like, should have known to, to bring some extra Oh, shit. no, it's that it's kind of my fault, because I was expecting everything to be working. And, uh, <laughs> Plan yeah. A, always expect everything to fail. Yeah. <laughs> but then we just bounce back. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, when did you start making music, though? Like, when did, like... So that was freshman year of high school, so 2012. So it's been almost oh, 10 wow. years now. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Nine years, ten years, man, so. But the more I do it, you know, the more mm-hmm. I find there's more elements to learn and mm-hmm. there's more worlds to discover. And moving beyond creating music for, like, a certain vibe that's already there and into channeling, like, energy from the universe. Because, I don't know, when people do art, it seems like the best art comes from from the subconscious and, like, picking the energy out of the universe. Like, this guy, Beksin- Beksinski... 
He was like a horror painter. He did all those paintings of like emaciated people and like Holocaust type stuff. And he's like, I want to photograph what I see in dreams. Um, Dali was also like, I only try and capture what my dreams have given me, like as precisely as I can. So the more I'm seeing, the more I create. It's about like channeling this energy that already exists and just using like the tools as a medium to communicate it. Damn. <laughs> And that's what I feel like people feel it the most. That's why some music, like the lyrics, don't really matter. You can just catch the vibe and like, like even Travis Scott, people in Africa or something, like don't speak English, but he's number twelve in the world, like streaming right now because he can like create that vibe and mm -hmm. like, people can just feel it. But then the lyrics, of course, you can add a whole other level of depth. Yeah, look, you don't. I don't know, because I'm guilty of it, just listening to a song just for the actual beat itself. For sure, but like, that's the song, right? Like, yeah. that, whatever vibe you're getting is an experience that you're getting out of the song. So that's another thing that I've learned, like, doing this is, it's not necessarily, let me rephrase this, it's more about what you get out of it. And this is true for a lot of shit in life. It's like, you can go into anything and get something out of it my experience will be different than yours will be different than someone listening right now but if you if a lot of people get something good out of it if it's different for every person if it's just a vibe if it's just mm -hmm. listening to the beat and like hearing sound vibrations hit your eardrum and that's pleasing to you that's like something you're getting out of it and you'll go back to it again for more right yeah like i don't know because i was listening before actually before you actually got here, I was listening to some of your shit, like, on Spotify. Like, I Word. opened the... Was that, like, a mixtape that you put out yeah. in, in May? Right now, I have um, an EP. Yeah, it might have been May... 2017 or 2018? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the one 2020, the... Monsoon season? Yeah. Okay, so I guess I just uploaded it to Spotify in 2020, but I had it on, on SoundCloud. It was, like, something I made over the summer. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, man... Uh, just a little EP, like five day tracks. I'm actually making another EP now. And so I, I was listening to, to a few artists just to get a vibe of like what's useful, mm -hmm. what have they done that's worked for them. And uh, this dude, well, you know Russ. Yeah. I was watching with one with him and, and he was talking about, he put out music every Friday for however long, just like song Friday, song Friday, song Friday, week after week. So. And Lil Dicky did the same thing, I guess. So I'm gonna try that experience. Just like short, easy to experience and low investment. You can go in there and listen to one song and check it out every Friday. And then it's like, well, let's see what unknown artist has to offer this week. Like, let's see if it's some, something that we'll vibe to, you know, and just get more people involved. Now, do you like, go to like places to perform now because of covid or like how how is that working out because yeah. you're putting all this music out yeah like you're trying to put all this together and yeah trying to put it together more so i, I actually have been releasing very rarely i've just been honing my skills mm -hmm. and like stocking up now it's finally at the point where i can start being something maybe i could play something later on or something but as far as performances i just did one uh Last Saturday on University Boulevard, there's a jazz group that plays the Strawberry Jam every other Saturday. And uh, sometimes I just go freestyle rap with them. And it seems like at this point, um, now that people are getting vaccinated, it's becoming more okay and safe to, to go experience these, these performances. So definitely Tucson is like starting to rev up again and I'm looking forward to getting more back into it well, too. So Ducey opened everything up now to where, like... Only if you're vaccinated, right? No, like, so it doesn't... As long as you, like, still wear... Like, you don't have to wear a mask. If you want to put that out, that's cool. I'm good with it. Sure, I'll take a look. Uh, but... So I'm pretty sure as long as you, like, follow, like, the six feet of fart or whatever, like, I'm pretty sure, like, shit's open now. Word. So, like... I know if you want to do like more shows, if you have Tuesdays available, there's House, uh, House of Bards right there that they have like the actual stages. They do comedy open mics, but they just had a dude rapping last time. Hmm. Like they they really like are really like lax with like who goes and for what. Yeah, I guess it's 
It's time to check it out. Where is, where is this at? House of Bards, right there off the Speedway. Where? Okay. And was it like an open mic thing? Or yeah, it's just a show? normal open mic. Like, it's it's was mainly like started for comedy, but like there's people that go in there and try to get just stage time and do whatever. And where? You know, I guess. The, the I, guys are pretty cool over there to where they let them do it. And yeah, I guess uh, you guys might catch me at House of Bards. Come check us out on Speedway. If that happens, I'll let you guys know. So. Where'd the name Unknown Artist come from? Yeah, so... And, and hold on, is was that like the first thing? Yeah, good question. <laughs> so, um, fittingly, uh, well-suited, I do not remember where Unknown Artist specifically came from. It floated out of the ether somewhere. I have a, like a fever dream memory of my mom suggesting it to me. So it could have been a fever her. dream memory? Yeah, you know when you get those memories where it's like all hazy and you're like, damn, did this really happen? Or is this like the Mandela effect or whatever, like shifting into a new reality? So yeah, maybe her, but um, I had tried these names before. So it wasn't the first name. Uh, originally, I think I went by Golden Threegal. This was like ninth grade when I very first started making beats. I found this website called Groove Shark, which is shut down now because so many people were pirating music on it. But it was like SoundCloud back in those days. And uh, yeah, LimeWire. LimeWire. Is it like what LimeWire or like? Maybe is that like another uh, oh. where you can download music or something? Dude, how old are you? Twenty-three. Dude, how okay. I'm sorry, like, I'm a year older than you are, and you've never, like, used LimeWire to, like, download What is it? It's, so, like, a... It was basically, like, it, yeah, it was basically, like, a website to where, like, you can basically download the music and, like, create, and, like, just to where you don't have to pay for anything. Where, yeah, actually, when I was younger, I was, like, I must buy the songs to, like, support the artist. Yeah. But now I kind of realized that most of the money comes from merch. I mean, now we all have streaming, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. They get paid either way. But yeah, so I was uploading beats, Golden Three, well, whatever, and then I went to the Almighty Kronos. I think someone. The Almighty Kronos. Someone wanted me to call myself the Almighty Sosa. It's like this kid in my Spanish class, man. I don't know, but I was like, you know, Chief Keef can't do it. Yeah. But uh, and then I was unknown artist Dream for a while and Dream, because it's like Dream. I don't know, man. Like. It seems like you go through all these phases where you're, like, trying to find how you want to represent yourself to the world, right? And yeah. which identity you want to switch into. But I feel like Unknown Artist stays because it's it's kind of enigmatic. Like, it can form into anything that I am, anything that I become, like, throughout the journey of life. Because yeah, like you don't changing. really have to change what you, like... You could the change your, your brand completely and it'll still be under like, yo, like this is just what I do. Yeah. And the way I want unknown artists to be or the way it is to me, it's like a world of, of dreams and also like growth and change. So, and space. So everything's a possibility. We don't know anything about it. And it's kind of this supernatural subconscious experience where we're seeking out knowledge and growing spiritually and finding vibes in the universe yeah damn man it's always about the damn like, damn that shit like you got me fucking speechless <laughs> always about the vibes I think, well yeah I think more people need to see it that way too like I think a lot of people as like a journey like, yeah uh, cause we're like where we are right now we're not gonna be like come down the line like yeah we're yeah, that's so real. And we should embrace that. It's it's something that offers us a lot of positive opportunity. The fact that we we change as we go through life. It's opportunities to become a better communicator, to become more efficient at whatever you're doing, whatever job you seek. It's an opportunity to make deeper connections like with people and also let yourself be yourself. And I feel like the older I get and the older people around me get the more we realize that being yourself and being vulnerable and just like letting your true vibe come forth brings out other people's true colors too and to do that you have to be willing to accept flaws and change and always keep growing and see like you're I feel like you're one of those people that like 
whenever like you're around people, everybody's mood just fucking goes up. Like, I love that, man. That's... That, that, that's literally like what it is. Like you, you just have something about you to where like I don't know, like things just like. And what I think it is is me being my true self and just enjoying that and also yeah thank you and also wanting to see other people be them true selves too and like shine as much as they can but I, I love to hear that man thank you so much because that's a goal is or for me as I go through life is to be like allowing other people to, to be themselves comfortably you know careful that one fucking hits the Luca it's cool it's shaped like a little eyeball it's a snail Oh, nice. Where it's got the shell. <laughs> Do you have any uh, nicotine devices? I don't know. Good. Quitting nicotine 2019. Except 2020. <laughs> so, like, do you smoke right now, like, cigarettes and stuff like that? Or are you trying to, like, wean yourself off? Or, like, what? Yeah, I actually have a, a therapist. I'm thankful enough that I, I work a job that provides for for a type of therapy mm -hmm. and the type that I chose was addiction like uh, working with that and overcoming it so right now I'm in the phase where I have a morning routine like I, I get up I drink a huge glass of water do some yoga take a shower ground myself in some way go for a walk draw listen to music make music and then you know get ready for work as if I was going somewhere and then work at home on the laptop and all that time I'm not smoking at all oh wow and and when you go through it and you emerge out the other side of the routine, it's like, oh, I can face the day more energized. And like, I didn't wake up and fill my body with poison. Like I woke up and fueled my body with energy for the day. So the goal is to extend this routine like throughout the day and just longer and longer. How long do you usually do the yoga for? It's usually 30 minutes, sometimes 15, but that's just because that's the way the videos are yeah. chunked, like on YouTube. Yoga with Adrian is like someone that I watch, uh -huh. and hers are the perfect like bite-sized ones, 30 to 15 minutes. But you can find like Yin Yoga. There's a guy called the Bodyweight Warrior too, who does awesome stuff, man. Like I got a lot of tension in my hip mm -hmm. for some reason. I think I pulled a muscle or something, and just haven't got it fixed. But but yoga just allows it to like the blood to flow and allows the body oh, to yeah. open and you notice how you're feeling and get like a fresh breath so i don't know if you've heard um of a guy Di uh, diamond dallas page ddp all right so he's this former wrestler like wwf wwe like cool. early 90 guy um and he created his own yoga program where and it's more it's like a mixture of physical therapy and yoga so it's mm. like you're doing the poses but at the same time like he's like all right drop down and like get into a push-up position and like go down stay down get up all right so it's working out the muscles yeah it's too. he calls it dynamic resistance and stuff like that and it works out the muscles at the same time that you're doing like yoga and making your body like where you said what is it ddp ddp diamond dallas page diamond dallas page yeah. I guess that's one to check out too. Yeah, so on YouTube it's like a full hour video. It's called Shouting and Swearing. It's that is only free video that's there. Okay. And do like the first half hour and it'll fucking it kicked my ass. Like For sure, dude. And aerobics especially. Like especially as stoners lungs fucked up. But yeah. but that's I guess why it's good to do. Do you feel like an improvement in your lungs when you do aerobics? Oh yeah. Cause it, it not just the lungs, but like the whole body itself. Blood flow or something. Well, yeah, that, and I'm having. I'm somebody that has like back spasms, that has uh, like knee issues, shoulder issues. Like I have mm. like just body, my whole body's fucked up. So like, if I do aerobics, if I do like um, yoga and shit like that, like that helps a lot. Yeah. It seems like it's really beneficial, man. Like, not only physically, but just taking the moment out of your day to to breathe and, and let the mind be clear. Focus on what you're experiencing. How does the body feel? How does the air feel? Now, do you meditate at all? For sure. That's going hand in hand with it, I feel. Yoga and meditation. But I found that there's a bunch of forms. Like, one of them is being in yoga and just experiencing every moment purely and, and noticing how everything feels. Mm -hmm. 
like uh, you can sit down and meditate with that too but also just listening to the breath focusing that there's one where you just sit and let your thoughts go by like cars on the road in front of your mind do you experiment with meditation not not really no I want to though because I feel like that would open my mind up like to help me write and stuff like that for jokes for sure but like is it like when you do it do you feel like you're more creative when you get out of it or like like what what's that like it's almost like a psychedelic experience so when you jump into meditation mm -hmm. or when you go into meditation you can choose pretty much any form you can sit and this is a good one to do if your brain feels like it's going really fast and you watch your thoughts you just see them go by like cars on a highway you don't interact with them sometimes we're tempted to like chase after them and follow them but you just see them come and go sometimes you know there will be one that's like driving upside down or swerving side to side but you just watch it go and observe and be in the moment watching the street whatever form you pick the breathing one too it seems at least that when I come out of it it can be a grab bag of things first of all my head feels clear I feel like I'm noticing tension that I was holding I'm breathing better my thoughts are coming more easily and I'm more able to process them and sometimes being in that mood it's almost like right after you wake up when your subconscious is still very awake and you're in that tranquil state of just between when you've just woken up and before you get into the groove of the day and in that state it's more comfortable for me for ideas to flow and just because I think it's channeling energy out of the universe so I feel like being or out of your subconscious and I feel like being in that state you're able to feel these frequencies more and translate them more a lot of artists get music from dreams too Billie Eilish I do sometimes wake up and you just wake you just wake up with like a beat in your head just like so sometimes that happens to me throughout the day randomly oh. and I've kind of encouraged it throughout the years when it first started happening to me I was in high school and I was like I want this to happen more so every time it happens I'm gonna try and make the beat that I hear in my head and I would do that to practice and it started happening more I started hearing more complex things so I'll just hear it sometimes especially when I'm really stoned and I just have time to lay. I can see visuals, like watch movies and, and listen to music and stuff in my head. But with dreams, I'll remember the dream sometimes. Like, I have this project where I was, I was dreaming about an unreleased Gorillaz album called Gears. And the album cover was like all robotic and stuff. But they had a song on there that I was showing my sister in the dream. And I woke up. And I still had the song in my mind. So sometimes it disappears, but, mm -hmm. but I had it. So I just translated it into FL Studio and, and was able to do it because I had practiced that for so long. And then another time, I woke up out of this, this dream where I was on like this hazy doorstep, this porch. And I'm not sure if the song was playing in the dream or if the song was being pieced as I woke up. But I, I remember being in that state I was talking about between waking up and and really waking up and I was just like piecing the the song together in my mind and then when I got up I went straight to FL and translated it too I'll have to release those someday the, <laughs> the dream songs dude fucking. just every beat that you come up with with a dream just fucking do that and just drop an EP just called like dreams that's a crazy idea that's and actually I have one I'm I previewed on Instagram I have a it on Instagram and I want to preview it tomorrow on my Instagram live as well uh, it's called killer clowns and the beat from that came from a dream and I called the original beat a hassle from a dream and kept it for like seven months or something and then just brought it out and I was like oh this kind of sounds like killer clowns from outer space that like shitty 80s horror movie and just created it around that <laughs> dude that's sick yeah <laughs> But man, because uh, I don't know if you know this artist, John Bellion. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So he.
seen any of like the making behind the songs and stuff like that? I've seen one where he had like this big ass studio and a piano in the center of it and he went down and started just jamming and singing and he was like, alright, cut that or like, let me play that back. Yeah. And he was just creating everything live. Oh, awesome. so for one of his songs though, he literally like, well, he was like, yo, remember how like I told you, um, he was telling his buddy, remember how I told you I woke up with like snares in my head and shit like that? Yes. And that's... it's literally the next day, I think it was the song's called like Jim Morrison or something like that, where it's just like, do, 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 do. I'm like trying not to get copyrighted. <laughs> I haven't heard it, but, but that's crazy. And he heard this, he put the snares that he heard in. Yeah. Film. He goes, yeah, I woke up to like these dumb. Like just fucking Yeah he, he knew it was gonna be a hit The minute like It fucking just hit his head I was And that's what I feel like We're working on As artists Is like When we feel that energy Being able to translate it As quickly as we can Like Being an artist Is becoming so proficient In the medium Like The energy's out here You catch it You put it through the medium Which is the keyboards The electronics This interface the mixing, whatever, to put it out as the finished energy, right? The processed energy through your filters. So if you get really good at that medium, it's like sewing. Like you can pick the energy out of the air and start weaving it through. And that's like, that's what we're doing, I feel like, as artists, is just getting to that level where we can just translate what we feel perfectly. It's beautiful to see. Mac Miller, too, has some videos like that of him just creating just, in the studio. Dude, I miss Mac Miller, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, was, because I know, I don't, I don't know if you get the, like, was Eminem and Mac and, you know, guys like that influences because of, you know, I'm Mac not going to play the race card, but like. Mac Miller is certainly an influence for me in that his music also feels like dreams. I feel like swimming, it's interesting that you comment on his death because I feel like swimming was like his final message to the world. Like this is the, the energy that's surrounding me now. This is my, my soul as well as I could put it through the medium to this energy to you. And then, you know, he died and we don't get to know if he had a vision beyond that. We don't get to know if that was his full picture of his soul, if he had more to give, if he could have made it better because he died. And, you know, we have the, the posthumous album, but it was put together by someone else. Whether or not Mac had done a lot of the work for it. Mm -hmm. We don't actually know. We don't actually know what his final vision is or, or would have been, but... But Mac Miller, definitely, man. The fact that he... <laughs> I mean, that's... That's so deep. But going going back to the fucking music shit, his funk... And, like, his... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking about his death and shit now. But, yeah, I love his funkiness and the way that he, he doesn't really let a genre restrict him or withhold him. He just translates the energy that he's feeling and puts it out for the world. And it's so beautiful. But Eminem, man, uh, I don't know. What do you feel about Eminem these days? Dude, I still find it bullshit that they're trying to cancel him. Oh, yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw that, man. Well, no, so funny. here's my thought on Eminem. He's one of the best. He will be, like, some people's top five, you know, goats of all time, whatever, because of how long and stuff like that. At one point, at, at some point, though, you're how 50. Long, though? Like, no, you know what? That's crazy like i was thinking about this earlier today like i feel like we're in a time and a, a generation with an, such an accessibility to making music that people are able to be in the game for so long yeah and and you have to be good to be able to do that like or you have to at least i don't know what i mean no one knows the secret ingredient but but like guys like Jay-Z and Kanye and Eminem and Dr. Dre, who have been creating since the 90s, to be able to still release something and make that people feel masses, something with yeah, it. Like, the masses feel, yeah. Well, with Kanye more, he's now on his like religious stuff. Like he's... Yeah, supposedly okay. he's releasing another album that moves away back into secular music. Yeah. But yeah... Oh, uh, yeah, Jesus is King, that album, have you experienced it? Dude, I I have some of the songs on my playlist, because they're basically Dude, just regular songs. Mm -hmm. Dude, the one with the 2 chains and the baby. 
Oh yeah. They I don't know how to make secular music. I hope that you use it or whatever yeah. it says. I hope that you like it. I hope that you use it. Yeah, that one's good, man. Yeah. It's just kinda like a throwaway. But it's cool to see him doing stuff like that. Just being like, Hey, hop on this if you yeah. want. Let's make some fun. This is where this is where I'm headed. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna stop this real quick because it's about to. Oh, oh no wait or something. Wait, no, so on the computer it only does it with thirty minutes. Word. Well we're but, on on the phone. But shit, shit. alright. But uh I feel like I can ask you this question and get a real answer out of you. Alright, who me? Do you believe in aliens? Or what's your thought on like like ec- extraterrestrial shit? See my whole thing is the unknown. I love it, I live in it. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it like, but? But I just don't know. You know, I I would love it if they were out there. I think it would be trippy as fuck if, if aliens were there. And to me, it makes sense that they they would be. But, you know, I would love to see one. Same with ghosts. I would love to experience one. Have you had, like, a supernatural experience? So, I personally haven't, but I remember some girl that my brother knew in like fucking elementary school where like her house was like legitimately haunted Mm. like she was like oh yeah i see this like ghost figure or like this shadow every once in a while like i think somebody like passed away in like the house or something i can't remember the story for sure yeah i've heard a bunch like that too it seems like people have these experiences and i want to fucking have one bro like where is it at I want to have one, but at the same time, I wouldn't know how I would react in one. True, yeah, and like, you can't say, hey, it's, that's a fucking life-changing, or at least reality-changing, like, now at least you know one way or another, and now you have to incorporate that into your view of life. Like, would anyone I, ever believe you? I know, like, or, like, you would have to try and, like, catch it on film, but then even then, you could be like, yo, look at this, it's just like, oh, it's just a wit. Yeah, yeah, we actually, uh... Went to Hotel Congress um, a couple weeks ago because there's a haunted room. There's three haunted rooms in Hotel really? Congress. Really? Yeah, downtown. And uh, we stayed in one that's that's supposed to be haunted by this woman in a white dress. And we didn't really know much about it. We just wanted to have the supernatural experience. But we get there and they start telling us, like the girl working there was like, dude, let me tell you about this fucking room. Like she stayed there and tried to use a Ouija there and stuff. And tried. So, yeah, I know, right? Crazy. By herself, candles yeah, and everything. Right. Like, no way. But but uh, she was saying that this this woman, uh, she was hella depressed, like, being at the hotel and stuff. And I think she was one of the staff because she was telling the other people working there that she wanted to kill herself and, like, she was feeling down. So eventually they called the cops and they were like, yo, like, this person's going off the deep end. Like, she might kill herself. And she was like... If the cops come in here, I'm going to kill myself. So sure enough, the cops came. She ran up to this room, locked the door, sat in the bathroom. And she was like, if the cops break down this door, I'm going to kill myself. Sure enough, the cops broke down the door. She shot through the back of her head. And we went up to see the girl showed us. There was uh, in like the top left corner of the closet. Mm -hmm. There's like molding on top because she shot through the bathroom and, and shot through the upper side of the closet. And they had to close the hole but we uh did not experience anything despite the manager showing us a picture of someone some woman's phone with the ghost in it who had seen it in her yeah she what yes dude so she uh her husband was down drinking in the bar uh and she was up in the room and you know they're like whatever we're gonna stay in it see just like us basically see if there's anything real anything supernatural and he was down there for a couple hours, I guess. And uh, she fell asleep and she woke up. And this figure of the woman in the white dress was standing at the foot of the bed. And uh, she thought it was a maid. So she took a picture of her and then ran down to the lobby. And she was like, let me see everyone working here. Let me see all this stuff. Uh-huh. And the guy was like, why? She's like, well, someone was just standing at the foot of my bed. And she shows him this picture. And it was this woman just in the white dress standing at the foot of her bed. And he had it on his phone, but... Despite that, we did not see anything. <laughs> not see I thought thing. you were going to say he showed you the picture of, like, the bathroom, like, after the cops broke it. I was about to say, like, that would be rough. But yeah, bro. Yeah, it's just, like, the actual, check out this gore. Yeah, to see the actual person at the front of the bed, though, like, 
and for your first reaction to, to be take like, a not, picture, no, no, not to freak out, <laughs> not to do anything, but to actually just sit and take a picture. Like, right. That's, that, the, the, and did she try and talk to her? Like, was she like, hey? And the woman did nothing, so she was like, well, I'm gonna take a picture of you. Go show you to the boss. Yeah, I mean, shit. She's gonna be like, "Hey, you're gonna get in trouble." Oh, like, you're... he also mentioned that she turned around and the girl vanished. So that little detail. Not only did she take this picture after she took the picture of the woman who did not react and just stood menacingly at the foot of her bed, she turned her back to this woman, and, and then, then she, she turned back, gone. And then she still went to seek the staff. That is <laughs> freaky shit. It's freaky, but it's just so funny. Someone taking a picture first. Dude, like, I don't know, like, do you hear, like, people, like, say your name often and then you For turn sure. around and then there's, like, nothing there? For sure, man. So yeah. I think that's some, like, something like that. Like, it could be, like, voices floating through the ether, like, through dimensions or something reaching us or whatever other beings, but... But it's like pattern recognition too. Like that shit is crazy in humans because the reason we see, we're able to see an elephant face in this tapestry that you have right here. It's like made of- Oh man, like, <laughs> you're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> it's fire. It's like made of made of color and stuff. Well, no, so you don't, oh, there you don't know the, you don't, okay. So there's a oh, joke wow. behind that. Okay. You know how it's an elephant, right? Oh, the elephant. Oh. He's the elephant in the room. <laughs> betrayed you. Idiomatic language, well, I'm sorry. So, the reason why it's like a like a tapestry like that is because we have the LED lights. And oh, so, right. whenever, like, whenever before COVID happened, when we do parties and people were, like, on psychedelics and stuff like that, we'd have the LED lights in here, they'd go off, and then they've seen this, and then... Does that change colors? No, but um, we tell people, they're like, oh, nice elephant, and then we're just like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to pretend it's there because it's the we have to pretend it's not there because it's the elephant in the room. Nice, that's clever, I dig. But now we're cursed because we betrayed the idiot. <laughs> but yeah, the reason we can see the shape, even though it's just made of colors, yeah. is like we're supposed to be able to detect predators and shit, like see faces in the jungle and the the bush and stuff. But now we're like, look at a weird crack on the sidewalk, and we're like, oh, it's a dick. Or like, <laughs> clouds in the sky you know what do you see up there but it's just pattern recognition and i wonder if the same thing applies to sounds and that's why everyone hears yeah. their own name a lot because we're so honed to hear that's the pattern in our life that's always there so we're honed to respond to it like pavlov's dogs it's a little chilly man i'm like oh, here let me turn this shit down snow season made me well no like when i walked in here it was like 78 degrees so like I was just like oh yeah no I'm yeah I also came through with the pants and the flip flops so <laughs> maybe should have worn some socks dude that's that's like the that's like a style that I've never seen until like I moved to Tucson <laughs> jeans and and like just flip flops yeah like. we're grimy out of here for sure <laughs> it's hot and it's dirty it's hot dirty and at the same time it can be cold so like oh yeah it gets cold as shit at night and stuff on the wasteland but it's actually pretty biodiverse out here i read that um the sonoran desert is the most biodiverse of all the deserts in america really yeah so we have the most life forms like existing in ours it's like a little rainforest just a dry version of hella hella shit dude that's that's not what what about what other deserts are there like <laughs> think, like think about it like so the one in Nevada okay. um, Devil's what is that called Hell's Canyon or because uh, I thought that one was in the I thought that one was in California okay so the California yeah. well I think California has some Sonoran Desert in it too I'm not sure if it has a separate one too but um yeah whatever that that one. It's like where they find all the fossils, you know, like, it's like hell's, I'm about to look it up right now, the, I might just be thinking of the Badlands, bro. Are you, I, I think I might be talking about Death Valley. Death Valley, yes, okay, I was thinking like Devil's Valley, but yeah, okay, so Death Valley, I wonder if that's in Sonora, but Badlands is also one, 
that has deserts, I guess. I don't know, yeah, where where the fuck are the deserts? Well, so, I'm from the East Coast, so I'm used to the fucking trees and Forest. fucking, like, yeah. How is it over there, man? Dude, it was nice on the, the weather, fuck it. I'd rather the weather out here than out there. Like, I'm, I grew up in Virginia, Missouri a little bit, um, Jersey a little bit in my life. Um, so, when I moved out to Nevada, I was like, it's not humid. <laughs> I mean, it's triple digits, yes, but I mean, it, it's better than, like, it being 97, feeling, like, all swampy and shit, like... Yeah, no, so, no tornadoes, or less tornadoes. Yeah, but at the same time, monsoon season here, like that. <laughs> That's what I love, baby, that's what I live for. When that rain comes down, it's like all the desert creatures soaking in and becoming life. Well, are you from out here? Yeah, bro, I've been out in Tucson. Lucky enough to have been able to travel and see a little more of the world and cultures outside the bubble in which we're raised, you know, because that has such an effect on our mind. But Like, where have you been to? Well, I got the chance to go to Italy, like, uh, four years ago, maybe. And that was dope. Like, to see a country that's so old, that old ruins lay beside... Mm-hmm. new buildings like the this crumbling stone of a church has been built over with a restaurant or whatever so the basement is still like ruins and you can go down there it's interesting because here we're like pretty young so we see less of that kind of thing but but there you can kind of feel the history a little bit and also just I don't know I guess this is true anywhere you go being able to experience the environment fully without like responsibilities you know if you're on vacation or whatever but being by the ocean and being able to soak in the nature and and the weather that was there because it was all very like crisp and and sharp there's a lot of cool shit man but but as far as the culture thing it's like we're we're all raised amongst people who have been raised amongst the same people who have been raised amongst the same people and they all interact with each other so there becomes a subculture that exists in any place and wherever you're raised that's the group mindset that is impressed upon you the strongest aside from like mainstream culture too so when you get the chance to move out of that bubble to another town and experience that or beyond that another state and then beyond that another country that's when you get a whole cultural shift and you see that all these values, all these habits that we're used to and have built up as a society are pretty arbitrary. They differ from place to place and have only have an effect because we give it to them. But everyone is their own individual with their own mannerisms and stuff. It's just we're pressed upon by the bubbles too. So the more influence you have, the more bubbles you see, the more collective and well-rounded of a person you become or rather the more viewpoints you see the more you're able to navigate life and adopt to other environments were there anything that you took like when you visited like other countries like that like that you saw that they did in their culture that's like oh i can apply that to my life and you know make it you know kind of like oh it's more of a you know, like, what I want to do type shit. Like, you know what's funny is, like, I feel that about the different cultures, but the one thing that, that sticks in my mind the most uh, from when we went to Italy is we were walking past the schoolhouse and a bunch of the kids ran to the window and pointed at my dad and started saying, cowboy, cowboy, because <laughs> he was wearing, like, a Western-style fucking hat. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, the round room, which was hilarious, but, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it was all subconscious because I've only really become aware of this sort of programming idea um, recently and, and being aware that the programming doesn't really matter and you're able to program yourself if you're aware of it. So anything I soaked up, I don't know, I, I guess it's in the subconscious and the unknown. <laughs> So other than Italy, though, where kind of like the other places that you've gone to where it's just like, oh, that's different. Like, that's... Okay, so uh, Denmark, I got to go there, and that was cool because my extended family is also from there. 
Um, but what I remember most about all of these places is kind of the nature. So in Denmark, we had like a beach house that was next to the water and also mm. in like this little community that had a forest around it kind of. And we would walk through the community and I don't even remember seeing other people. Like it was just me, my Danish grandparents, and then like my immediate family walking yeah. through. But I do remember that we kept seeing this big monster like dashing between the bushes, this big like dog-sized animal, right? And we were like, what the fuck is that? Like it's moving so weird. And uh, we would go out to the beach and we would go through the forest area and see it dashing around and then come back and see it. So eventually it stumbled out to the road and it turned out to be just this huge fucking rabbit. They have like- the, They have giant rabbits? They like, have like five foot rabbits out holy there. Holy shit. As a kid, I thought it was an anomaly. I was like, this is the monster of Merylist, which is where we were staying, right? But, but then in high school, someone brought one of them to school, like these big ass fucking rabbits. And I was like, this is a real thing. Like that wasn't a fever dream. But yeah, it turns out they just live like up in the up north there, I guess. Damn, just out in the wild, just just roaming, yeah, chilling in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah, that's nuts. Now, with that though, like, did you take or do you find like from the outer like or like whenever you like go out and like find a new culture, do you kind of? adapt it to music like you like listen to that type of music when you go out there and be like okay like this mm. is like a type shit that i fuck with that i can like kind of like want to play with and mess around with and see if i can adapt to it good question so so two things with that um also i want to mention when i when i get the opportunity to go anywhere it's also an opportunity that i take to be myself also and not let any rules restrict me and like find a new flow basically and be open to anything so that helps like absorb it too more like just being able to express how you are like as an individual in these foreign places it's it's easier for me when i'm in somewhere where i don't know anyone or whatever but uh as far as music so there's a lot of influence that i've drawn from italy but I think it's from outside of the trip there. Like, there's these chants called Gregorian chants and like old church music where people are vocalizing alone in like a cave or some chamber or something. Ooh, you know, just like throat music and shit. So that I kind of use in like building melodies and stuff. And I don't know, try and capture that vibe of like channeling that energy. So I've sampled it before and I felt. But um, also I knew this guy who was from Italy, who was studying at like the U of A. And uh, they had this group called the Chain Gang and I used to smoke with them. And he put me onto a bunch of Italian artists. And I started to realize that artists around the world sort of copy the trends that America creates. So right now it's trap and, and hip hop is the big thing. So there's this artist called Sferai Basta out in Italy. And he's like a trap artist. He has a song with Quavo. And For real? Yeah. Damn. They, a lot of artists try and like emulate that culture. There's also a guy, uh, I can't remember his name. He's got like a, a fro. And he's so interesting. He has raps about like how religion is kind of pulling cloth over people's eyes. He has a song about Van Gogh. I'm going to put you guys onto him because... I feel like it's important to share, you know. Yeah, just to listen to, experience to crazy other shit. shit yeah. yeah, experience other shit. Yeah, and also this guy, especially because he's like pretty thoughtful. I feel and interesting. So it's Caparezza. That's his name, Caparezza, and the song is Mika Van Gogh. But but that fool, crazy dude. Like, it's also interesting to see other people's influence like the other languages because people are still fighting the same fights that they're fighting everywhere mm -hmm. like this guy's fighting for individualism too and being able to like connect that and, and see it in more than one place is crazy but you were gonna say something before i was talking about caparazzo i forgot honestly <laughs> fuck man yeah sometimes i get high and just be going oh dude 
I've probably winged like all these questions. <laughs> yeah, word man, but I appreciate them. Like they're making making us think. Fuck with them. Right. So, where do you want to plug anything before uh, I'm gonna actually take a look at something real fast? Almost fifty minutes. You want to plug anything while? Sure. So, uh, when is this coming out? When is most this likely out? tomorrow. This okay, will most likely drop tomorrow. Do you know uh, time? Uh, probably about. Probably gonna edit it while I'm at lunch at work. So probably like one thirty ish. Okay, so I I guess uh, you guys will have just missed it, but. You can come swing through my Instagram page and check out some recordings of uh, me previewing a bunch of music on live. So my Instagram is at X unknown period artist. Or if you just look up X unknown, we probably have mutuals or unknown artists online. You'll find my website, all my shit. Yeah. And also this app, uh, this like what we're using right now is actually linked to Spotify. Oh, perfect. Oh, so, beautiful. So, yeah, so Spotify released this app so people can actually like set up podcasts perfect. whenever. So like I'll go ahead and leave everything like linked in that shit. And Word. Yeah. So I guess you'll have my Spotify right there, guys. And uh, yeah, I'll be releasing a bunch of music next week. I'm releasing a, a music or <laughs> a piece of music every friday in april and uh i'm hoping to put out a video soon too so so unknown artist baby come dive in the dive in the ether see what we find all right well that's it man thank you so much for coming through i appreciate it so much I appreciate the it. unknown artist once again thank ladies you, and gentlemen now i do have something to plug real fast uh march 30th i am going to be at monterey court uh down here in tucson doing a show there April 3rd, I'll be in Chandler at uh, JP's Comedy Club, 7 p.m. there, doing a set. And then April 10th at House of Bards, Word. we'll be there, uh, you know, just living it up, fucking telling jokes. But Where, uh, come, where is the Monterey? So the Monterey's, uh, fuck, it's literally like right, it's, I, I've Googled it, it's like five miles from here. Word. It's literally like a straight shot up a Tucson Highway or something like that. I don't I don't remember. I'll sure. look, I'll let you know though. For sure, yeah, yeah. Be there. But uh thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. And uh we'll we'll have a new guest next week and uh link Matt's stuff in there and uh you guys have a good rest of your week, alright? Podcast forever. What is this thing called again? Always high podcast. Always high podcast forever. Peace.